Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Cam Goat Show. I am your host, as always, Isaac Joel, your local filmmaker, photographer, your Cam Goat, right here in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm right here in my studio, joined by my producer, Ruben Rapolda. Yo, 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 what's going on, my guy? How are we guy? feeling today, Ruben? Feeling good. Nice, nice and early Friday, you know. I'm it's early. We were out really late, man. I just got done doing a couple of photo shoots right here in the house. We nice, uh, nice. we've been working on this this long term plan and it is still in motion right now. We still have a couple of props and other objects coming in for it, but we are converting our home, our new home that we moved into a few months ago. We moved out of an apartment. If in case those that don't know, me and Ruben were living in an apartment together. Yeah, and uh, we decided to leave that and to 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 think bigger. And we wanted our our home space, especially after COVID. Yeah. Uh, we really wanted to be able to to reevaluate our living space and be like, how can we profit more off of our home? How can we do more as creatives here? How can we make this a a better work? space for us to kind of think bigger and feel bigger and uh we we've been converting this this area in the house into a a, a photo shoot area and we just opened it up this week and we're having this special going on right now fifty dollars gets you an hour session with me and this is going to end by by wednesday so by the time you're listening to this the deal is probably already over but right now so we've been <laughs> we're, we're we've been promoting it on social media so those who've known about it know about it and uh we we had a lot of uh, uh, a good amount of response and i'm very very uh, uh grateful i just want to say i'm really uh, thankful for everybody that is right now showing their support uh, uh, with what it is that we're doing with the podcast, with the photos, and uh, with our films, you know, because uh, not a lot of people know, but we have something big in our film department coming out this this Christmas. Yeah, man, I'm excited for everything that's uh, that's going on this last month of the year, man. It's been a crazy year. Uh, like I said, like you said, we got the house this year, and it's it's not even at its full potential. Like we still we we still got ways to go, but even then, right now. As productive as it's been, you know, yeah. the last couple of months, I'm, I'm really excited to see where, where it just goes on from here, you know? Yeah. I really want to get right into it. I know why yeah. everybody is here. We we had a double feature last night. We yes, saw Don't sir. Look Up, directed by Adam McKay, the man, the myth, the legend that brought you Anchorman, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights. Oh, oh he, and now in his uh, in his years, he's he, he, he. I don't know what really happened between him and and Will Ferrell, but apparently there was some sort of separation between the two i guess they weren't seen eye to eye as creatives because uh what what was their their company called Ooh, uh, uh you know it's it's literally uh, uh sanchez something sanchez sanchez productions uh dirty sanchez productions something like that anyways i guess they weren't seen eye to eye on on their on their production company and they have they've kind of parted ways and, and and in that time adam mckay has brought us uh uh, only one film, w which features Christian Bale, uh, Vice about uh, the the former vice president uh, uh, Dick Cheney, and uh, I saw it in theaters back when it came out, and I I really really loved his directing style. It felt like this guy was bringing in to the industry a brand new style that we can adopt and adapt it had elements of of a uh, of uh uh quentin tarantino 
and 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 because the way that he cuts his scenes so abruptly and then sometimes there's these weird transitions and then he has like information on the screen like he really has this carefree attitude with this new style of filmmaking that he's doing and and I am loving it and I am here for it uh Ruben last night we saw his new his second film since uh uh, uh his his new adaptation of his career yeah. A Don't Look Up, uh, which features Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, what what a stellar cast! Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep. Who am I missing? Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Uh, 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 come on, come on. Uh, Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi, Tyler Perry. Uh, I I know there's a uh, Chris Evans makes a cameo. He's two for two this year. If you didn't see his cameo in Free Guy, uh, but man, and so many, so many uh, more surprise appearances in this movie. This was a t- Ruben. We watched the teaser. Yeah. When we were at the border driving to Spider-Man, the fan event, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. And and wh- what were your thoughts back when we saw that trailer? I'm excited. You know, I have a, I have a soft spot for, for those kind of disaster movies. I know usually they're not, you know, that good. Um, but I don't know, just, some, just something about living in, in this uh, different fantasy world where the world's about to end. This is very intriguing to me. And so seeing th- this kind of a stack lineup in, in these types of movies and directed by Adam McKay, I was I was instantly hooked, you know, mm-hmm. uh, was concerned a little bit with it being a Netflix movie because mm-hmm. um, I feel like you always have to be cautious with Netflix movies. But then hearing that they're going to have like a, a theater release, it really, you know, because usually they always do that with uh, those movies. They want like an Oscar contention or if it's a movie, you know, they're, and they're not like, even doing a theater release until Christmas. Right. Yeah. So right? it's it's playing for a couple more yeah. days and then it'll, it'll come on Netflix for everyone to watch, oh, which right. I, I can't wait to watch it a second time. If I'm being yes. honest. Um, but yeah, I was very excited. A dead for giveaway this. on our reaction. <laughs> yeah, 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 guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, this movie, uh, not not uh, very similar, but you're talking about like world disaster ending movies that are that are kind of comedy sat- satire. Steve Carell has one called "Seeking a Friend for the End of the World." It's rated mm-hmm. R, 2012. I I, I w- watched this movie literally, I think, like three times back to back because it, it it was really funny and it had me crying at the end every time I rewatched it and and it was one of those movies that that like was so it is so underrated that really standed above for me it's a very small movie it's about it's about uh, the everybody knows that the world's ending in the next like three days and this guy's like gonna die alone and he meets somebody and falls in love in these three days and it's beautiful it's hilarious uh and the world ends it does it does uh uh, uh, same fashion as this movie Uh, but but this movie is is on another level Uh, i remember uh we were hearing some reviews just just i believe like the day before we we saw it uh we're hearing mixed stuff about it and that was getting me really, really concerned because I, I too was really excited to go see this movie, and then I started to hear things that I didn't want to hear, like it being uh, too preachy or or it loses sight from being, you know, a movie, and then just wants to like shove this message down your throat. And I was like, oh no, I don't. I, I, you, nobody you, wants you, that. You know, nobody wants that. Yeah. But also, there is a balance between there, like to get your point across and to also like have your popcorn and fun. Mm-hmm. So my concern was that this movie was just going to take me out of like the 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 the, the fun aspect and like really make me like you know I don't know bummed out. <laughs> yeah. But but 
you either are not going to like it yes. or you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. it like, like th- this is one of those movies that will be d- d- divisive, you know? Uh, yeah. But I, I personally didn't feel that way when we were watching mm-hmm. it. I didn't feel like, oh, I could really see why, you know, and you could tell me different, Ruben. Mm-hmm. I didn't see why anybody would really hate this movie. I I, uh, I thought everything it did, the balance that it had, because that was the challenge that that it was facing was can it still be a comedy satire without being too preachy but it found its balance it found its core and it was yeah. able to really like stick by that thread yeah I, I i see what you mean and i mean and for the people who get turned off by politics yeah this movie is not going to be for you like it's it, you know, I, uh. I I kind of feel bad because Adam McKay's earlier films kind of had more of a, a younger audience, mm-hmm. you, if, if oh, that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. His newer movies, as much as w- I love them and we love them, I, I feel like he, <laughs> the entire theater was just filled with old people, man. We were the only young people. Smell, smell like raisins <laughs> in there, man. They would look at me and go, smell like butterscotch. I didn't think they got a lot of the the, the humor and the jokes. No, man, because <laughs> there were times when we were cracking up, and it was I was it was, dying, yeah. dude. I couldn't I couldn't control myself laughing, and like it would be quiet in the theater. I was like, "There's no way that that I'm the only one that." And you can tell they're like some they're right somewhat now. annoyed because they're probably like, "That that wasn't funny. Why are you laughing?" Yeah, and. Yeah, that and it's uncontrollable. It really is because uh, the, the actors in their scenes are stealing their scenes. You know, I'm not going to say like one person steals scenes over the other because mm-hmm. every person is shining. But let me say Jonah Hill's character <laughs> is is shitting on Jennifer Lawrence the entire movie. And, and I thought like, okay, there's got to be a point where people got to take this seriously. There's got to be a point where, where she's had enough, says something, stand up for herself, maybe talks about like feminism and all that kind of stuff. No, dude. No, they stick by the running gags, man. They honor it. Yeah. It, going back to where my point was it didn't get preachy there were there were i saw the opportunities it could have taken to be like oh i wonder what's gonna happen here but no they didn't take those opportunities they were always poking fun at things uh meryl streep's president dude yeah iconic legendary it's as if Car- if cardi b was like running for president that would have been that would have been her she's uh really famous in the public because she smokes and they all love an honest president i think she like has uh is having like an affair with a porn star and then Something. marries him there's just so many running gags going on she's got a, a a tramp stamp on her lower back of like two guns like blazing off yeah it's it's uh, it's so good. Leonardo DiCaprio's character is always kind of playing the the suave, good-looking, smooth guy, and in here they gave him the the opportunity to be the nerd. Yeah, and and I heard every day on set that like there was days where he was just like, "Man, dude, this sucks." <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. This isn't fun this for isn't me, me, man. This ain't for me because got paid. it's it's usually the other way around between him and Jonah Hill, mm-hmm. but in this case. They had it flipped. Yeah, uh, yeah I know, right? You had to, you got to pay me good to get to sit double here. Double the money. Double the money. Double the money. <laughs> I want the staff job. Double, double the money. money. 
Now, dude, do you, is there? A, come on, dude, is there any standout characters for you in this? In this? Uh, well, some of the cameos I really liked. I mean, I feel like Ariana Grande really played a role really well, you know, because you know, I mean, she does she did a little acting with with the Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah, she um, doesn't so play even Ariana Grande. No. She's playing like a famous uh, a famous singer, which yeah. I again, I think it's, they didn't break like any of the wa- of like the fourth walls of mm-hmm. today. It felt like its own world. Yeah, man, it felt like it was like a different dimension. It I I really enjoyed that. I really liked that it was like a replica of our, of our world. Obviously, it had some stuff, you know. We have, There's you know. a Steve Jobs, Elon <laughs> Musk yeah. type character. I love that. You know, it it, 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 <laughs> ma- it makes me feel more. It makes for some reason it makes it feel more real. You know, yeah. if I'm being honest, it has its own world. It has its own. It doesn't even have Apple. It had what? What was it? Mash. Bash. Bash. It was called Bash. They Bash. never mentioned Trump, Biden. Okay. They never mentioned Apple, Androids. Nothing like that. It yeah. was a or even famous stars. There is famous people in it, but they're playing. Characters, yeah, they're playing like an exaggerated version of themselves, which I love. Like, Ari, obviously, Ariana Grande isn't you know the most, the most exaggerated, like, but yeah. even like but other even then, people, yeah. like Timothy Chal- Chalamet is playing a, 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 a grunge kid off the street, you which know, is Perry is playing a, a TV show host that can never n- not take anything Bro, seriously, Bro. that always has to be charming yeah. and nice. I, I, I don't know her name, but her and, and Tyler Perry were amazing, <laughs> bro. they killed that role, dude. Yeah. I look they, at the, her right the, now. the the chemistry they had was just incredible. I think that was Kate Blanchett, bro. Kate Blanchett, I think that really? was Kate Blanchett. Okay. okay. And I, I obviously yeah, I've I've for all my life I've I've not even been the biggest fan of Tyler Perry in his in his work. Hallelujah. Uh, but uh he was great in this and you know, I really like the stuff he's actually doing with the studio and stuff. I think all that stuff is like yeah. really good. But that's getting off yeah. off topic. But but man, this this movie really hit for me. Um, and I, it sucks for the people who didn't enjoy it, whether, you know, maybe I was just reading right now, uh, um, at the end of the, of two remarkably bad years, Adam McKay's latest movie feels well, as, about as welcome as a kick in the teeth. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, for people who I feel like people who, you know, lean the other side of, cause I don't really lean on the side in politics, but if you lean a certain side, I feel I can see why you wouldn't like this movie. Cause yeah. it kind of does. Maybe shit on some values, you know. Yeah, definitely, Um, definitely. Which I can see. So, but uh, for me, I don't really care if they were if they were, you know, crapping on on stuff that I like. You know, I don't really care. I'm not. I'm not. You know. It reminded me a lot of a South Park episode. Yeah, you know, a lot of it. You mm -hmm, know, definitely because like it's like that's is that not the point for it to be like offensive to Mm -hmm. to be you know jaw dropping. Yeah, you know to to go cross the boundaries, cross the line, and it does it. And I, I love that's my yeah. kind of humor. And I like how, especially South Park, I feel like they punch equally both sides. You know, it doesn't oh, yeah. it doesn't lean to one. I do I do see like how this movie kind of it does at points feel like it's one sided. You're right. It does feel like, um, but you know, uh, I mean, I, I I mean, I don't really much care. So that's why I it's feel a like movie. I, like it's you a movie. Said, yeah, you know, it's a movie. Denzel uh, Washington said so himself in in a, in a round table. That you know, at the end of the day, guys, it's just it's just movies. Like yeah. you don't, we don't. Uh, you know, I understand we do method acting, all that stuff, but like it's it's just a movie. We don't got it to, we I, we don't take it that seriously. We shouldn't. Um, it's it's a luxury, he said, to make a movie. It's actually a luxury to to make a movie. Yeah, um, definitely. And that those words always stuck by by me. 
I, I really wish, honestly, we had another opportunity to see this in theaters. I would definitely go see it again. I r- highly recommend you all I know, check man, this I really out on Netflix it immediately when it's out. Uh, I, I, I got to say, there's this, there is a running joke from beginning to end about the general. <laughs> yeah. Can I say it or is it a No, they'll, they'll, they'll see it. They'll see it. They'll okay. see it. But it, it's really but it good. It's really well done. Between the general it never felt, and Jennifer Lawrence. It just never, it never felt annoying. I felt like, oh my God. The way they... It snuck up the on way, you. Yeah, the way, it's, every the way they sneak it in, man. It, it's really great, man. Adam McKay, man. It's killing he's it. got it. He's, he's still, got he's it. still got it. Yeah. You know, he really does. Uh, the, people are definitely going to sleep on this movie, but don't look up. You guys got to go check it out. There's, yeah, there's really no reason not to see this movie. It's, it's going to be coming out free, Netflix. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what the next project for Adam McKay is. I feel like he has something else coming up. Yeah, Bad Blood. That's a movie. Bad Blood? Really? Where is that coming? Is that another Netflix movie? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you... I, I, I mean, most it's directors, once they once they convert, they don't go back. It seems... <laughs> Zack Snyder's got a whole deal Ooh. with Netflix now. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it seems this movie that he's doing, it's going to be like a... It's a it's based on a book. Secrets and Lies in a Silicon Valley Startup. Mm. Any cast? Uh, nothing that I see. I feel like yet. I've heard about this, actually, Let's before. See. Let's see. Right after... Uh, uh, don't look up there, and, and there is kind of a, a mid uh, credit scene, so so stay stay tuned for that. But uh, right after the movie, we got out and and had to go straight into the next theater. We were literally like it, the movies were like ten minutes apart, so yeah. we went and grabbed more snacks, more drinks, more food, yeah. and used the restroom, and then we hurried back into the into the next theater. And we saw West Side Story, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we uh, did. This has been on my list because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. That's not even a West Side Story uh, song. Uh, but th- I, this has been on my list all year long. I was really excited about it when the teaser I really dropped. The teaser. Uh, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, the which man. I'm here to tell you guys. There's nobody else that you could that 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 you could have gotten to to direct this movie. This this was absolutely they they got the man for the job. Yeah, they got the man for the job without a doubt. Um, we're gonna get right into it. Uh, I I I kind of want to read this this article to you that I came across right before the show. Uh, uh, for, for there's a lot of people that are huge West Side Story fans, and by huge I mean like they listen to the songs, the soundtrack back to back. They they know the words, they know the the the, the history, and, and they they really love the musical, the Broadway. They love the spectacle of it, the how magical it, it is, and, and and everything. And that that's that's great. I actually watched for the first time this year, earlier this year, the original uh, uh film. And uh, from 1961, and, and I too really, really enjoyed it. Um, I, I really, <laughs> I know this is this is gonna sound really stupid, but my favorite part was the intermission. <laughs> There's a point in the in the because the movie is kind of lengthy, I believe, like two and a half hours. Um, 
there's an intermission in half of it, and I think like the whole screen is like changing colors, or or it's like the city background, and it just says like intermission, and the mu- and the music's playing, and I really like that because we had like time, and we let it play, you know, we didn't fast forward, we let it play, and and we really had time to kind of take in the information that was just given to us, and, and we were able to talk about it for a little bit, and then we were like to able to go back into it and, and finish where we left off, and and have predictions and theories of where it would go next and so i really really enjoyed like my my journey kind of coming into it uh, as people know that i am a huge uh, I wouldn't say huge because i don't know a lot you know there there are way bigger musical fans out there but i am a fan of 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 musicals you know i'm a fan of everything i i, I truly am and so I came across this article, and not a lot of people know about this, and I just kind of want want this like thrown out there because I I feel you know as a Latino that this is very that this is important. Um, apparently, uh, in the original 1961 movie, there was only one Latino character who uh, I just lost the cast list, but but that's okay. Uh, she played she was the friend that was that was dating the the, the boyfriend. Um, she was the only Latina in the entire cast and, and the whole gang is supposed to be, you know, Latinos. They're, they're all supposed to be, but they're all, they're all Caucasian and they had to like darken their skin and make them. And this was a practice that they did all the time back then. Um, and so this was something that they really wanted to th- this was a stereotype that was like really overlooked and they wanted to really correct that. Yeah. Um R- Rita Moreno, th- that that's 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 the 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 former actress in the 1961 movie who was the only Latina and she is in this one as well and she plays a different character but an older version um uh uh, uh the main character Tony's grandmother. And so, and, and I was really happy to see her come back. I was really happy uh, uh, to hear cool. her no, her number. Uh, and and this movie absolutely uh, rights a wrong. It, it corrects that wrong by making the entire uh, uh, Latino gang uh, Latinos. You know, you know, and and they take it a step further and don't use subtitles uh, when they're speaking Spanish. Uh, uh, so, and there there are there are big scenes long scenes when where they're just speaking spanish so if you if you don't speak spanish much like myself <laughs> you don't know what it is they're saying you know i i understand you know i understand the story and i understand what it is in context what it is that's that's happening but but for for people that have absolutely no idea and this was actually a controversy uh uh when the movie this movie the remake came out um was that Steven Spielberg was like, we're not going to use subtitles. And, and I, th- I think that was a really, really great decision. I think this movie absolutely does correct the wrong. Now that I got that out of the way, mm. I want to give my thoughts on it, uh, 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 purely just on the, the musical aspect, side story, everything like that. Now, listen, all that, all that aside, I, I really enjoy the 1961 movie because it has, these these trippy psychedelic scenes and moments 
visually where it feels like they're using green screen and and effects and and I really can't uh, explain what it is that they're doing but the lighting the sets it's it's it feels so so big and grand it feels otherworldly when they're singing it feels like they step outside of reality and go somewhere else when they're doing these 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 numbers and I was really excited about this plus Steven Spielberg and, and and when I had these two thoughts, I was like, okay, I wonder how they're going to bring that magical aspect, that that psychedelic aspect into this. And it really doesn't do that. It really doesn't bring any creativity, anything new, anything different to this besides it writing a wrong i give it i give it credit for that um but i was really hopeful that this movie could be either two things one it could take place today that would be a bold decision it doesn't have to take place in in Mm -hmm. the 60s you know but but it doesn't it takes place in the 1960s so i said okay fine fine so it's it in for some people, I I wouldn't want to call it this, but for some people, it's pretty much damn near close to a shot for shot remake. That will turn a lot of people off, much like when the Lion King reboot live yeah. action came out. If you're very impressed by the technology and and how we're able to retell this story for a new generation, a new audience, you're gonna really like that. Same goes for for West Side Story. If you're interested in the story to just be told again and again and and live on, then that's okay. Then you're going to love it. You're going to have a good time. There is no intermission. There is no special effects. There is no psychedelic, trippy scenes, moments. It all kind of wants to be real in real life in real time there is no like spotlights or like they step outside or like tick tick boom rocket man it is all kind of grounded in base and that would have been a a big creative choice that they could have done differently i said okay fine they don't even want to do that they want it to be the exact same thing okay fine but how about maybe the deaths are different? Maybe someone else dies because in the original, uh, 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 Tony is shot and, and killed. And, and so I said, I, we were making predictions. We were making, th- I was making wild theories. Like, what are they going to do differently for West Side Story? What, what, what if uh, uh, Maria dies instead? What if it looks like Tony's going to die and Maria dies instead? No, it happens pretty much exactly how the story unfolds. Yeah. And in that case, did it disappoint you, Isaac? Because you sound a little disappointed. You sound like you didn't really get what it is you wanted and what you're looking for. Yeah, I guess so. Do I hate this movie? Do I not like this movie? No, not at all, because I really enjoyed it. I really thought that it was shot beautifully. I thought that the cast was amazing. I thought that the the gangs, the rivalry, uh, the brawl, everything that was like building up to the brawl was like the like the climax and the big moment. And then when the movie kept going, it kept going. 
it, it it is it is long, but it is a big story. So you do get to spend these th- this time with with the characters and kind of feel the tragedy and the sadness when the, when they go and when they die, and and you don't want this person to make that decision, and then you hope that they don't when the time comes, but they make the decision anyways. And so in that regard, like it's exciting, it really is. You know, when when the moments happen that you know are gonna happen, it still is like. Oh, it still is heartbreaking because the cast is so good. That's what that's what the right they 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 corrected that wrong with this was was bringing a stellar cast into this. Um, I heard that they found their Maria in 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 their first day, in really? their in the first day huh. of casting. And can you imagine? Dang. We're talking West Side Story. It is big, dude. Steven Sonnenheim, which also. I, I made another like predi- like theory was yeah. like okay well Steven Sondheim just passed away are they gonna update this movie and maybe like honor him in some way you know say like dedicated to I didn't see anything like that he is credited yes lyrics by you know uh, Steven Sondheim but I was hoping to see you know a picture of him his Aren't name dedicated I didn't see anything like that and and, and mm. I, I thought that was a huge huge missed opportunity and he was really involved in the process of this he was there when they when they uh uh recorded the music and everything uh it, it was it was his first big baby and it was uh the actress who played maria's big big first baby too because uh this was her first movie and it's with steven spielberg and she was 17 when she was casted wow imagine being 17 in high school and being casted in west side story dude so so big, so I I had a I had a really great time uh, uh, watching this movie. Um, I, I I really recommend uh, for for big West Side Story fans out there to go check it out. Ruben, what did you think about it? Yeah, uh, I kind of have a, a different perspective in this movie because uh, the 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 one you brought was uh, the the Lion King. They it was it was a. Uh, the the new one they did was yeah. a was a shot for shot pretty much uh, of the uh, animation one and as me growing up I was a big fan of, of the Lion King so for me watching watching that new one uh, I really liked it I thought it was beautiful how John Favreau you know really uh, didn't really do much with it but I was very disappointed that we didn't see like a different take uh, mm-hmm. from that movie so I do see for for West Side Story fans I can kind of see you know their perspective from it like. Like yeah, I'm a big fan of of this uh, of this title, but uh, being disappointed to see the same thing again. Uh, I uh, think like there there just comes a little bit of uh, of, uh, and I understand it's 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 difficult asking. I am asking a lot. We are asking a lot out of so, you to yeah. be doing because you're taking on the task of wanting to do a remake. Now mm-hmm. that comes with. Honoring what has come before, yes, but it also comes with bring your own stamp to it. Do your yeah. own thing. Leave a really mark. leave your mark. Let us feel that this is the Steven Spielberg of West Side Story. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and and in that regard and in that degree, you know, I, I feel like he kind of he he he, d- he didn't really, you know. Mm-hmm. Live up to to his own name, you know. Yeah, but for me, I'm, I'll I'll say I'll finish with this. So for me, not watching the original, I thought this was was really great. Like you yeah. know, uh, and I do feel like people who who have who don't you know who who aren't fans of the original or haven't seen it, I feel like they're really gonna have a really good time w- watching this movie. 
Um, I mean, that's, that's how I feel, you know, because it's a different perspective. You know, I, I don't I don't really know. I guess I will watch the, the original one now that uh, I've seen this. I kind of do want to see how I'll, it'll be the, the same movie, of course, but mm. I'll be interested to see how they did it, you know, back then. If for if anybody's curious, uh, what my, one of what my, my favorite uh, song is, and it, it's it's uh, I think Officer Krupke, um, that's that's definitely one of my favorite songs. I have that saved. Um, what was the cop? The cop. Uh, he was a. Uh, he played actor that actor. In, he in played he played the Shrek, in Shrek the Musical. Oh my God! You know what's so funny is is Maria played Fiona in Shrek the Musical in in her uh, uh, in her high school. Yeah, really. Yes, she that's must really she. ironic, isn't he? Also, the dad in Hawkeye. Yeah, he's a dad in Hawkeye, oh and he God. played the dad in uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. <gasps> Jesus, <Andy. laughs> and he did Shout a good. He did a pretty good job. He did a pretty good job. Uh, we saw we saw the new Sonic trailer, dude. Yeah, during uh, the, the right before the movie. Uh, yeah, right before we happened. watched. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I kind of low key want to watch it again because we saw it. On, we watched it on our on my phone. Um, but I was like, yeah. imagine if it if it played in front of us. You were, <laughs> yeah, quick. you were you were waiting for that, huh? You wanted me to airplane. I it did, on man. Here. Listen, this. Is the Sonic movie you have been waiting for, everybody? Yeah, yeah man. This is what they should have done at the beginning. It doesn't even feel like a sequel. It doesn't even no, feel like a number like two. It just feels like its own completely new remastered thing, man. But also, like, they are bringing a, a, all the characters back from the first one. Yeah. So, like, it kind of, it kind of, like, makes you feel like, okay, I hope I watch the first one for a good reason. And I yeah. hope this... This pays pays that off, man. Yeah, I th- I think they're trying to do something with the first one, and obviously, you know how they did the redesign and everything. Yeah. I think that was going to be something. Yeah. That's an example of we got to do something different mm-hmm. and honor the original, but yeah. they missed the mark with the design of Sonic. That that yeah. that's one of the it, again. It's a hard task. I understand we're asking a lot of you guys, mm-hmm. but you it's it's both honor the original and bring something new. Yeah, I think they spent too much time fixing them, and I think that kind of like ruined the movie. Um, but but yeah, this the the, the last the last one was just not fun. I remember we watched it was like one of the last movies we saw before COVID happened. Um, Unfortunately, and uh, I remember that last part. Remember that last part that credit that was scene. The strike of my depression. Rem- rem- <laughs> remember the credit scene and how we had like a couple of people like. We're crazy about the tales. Yeah, yeah, and, dude. And we back, were we were in a theater. Those kid, those people, they were our age, bro. They were eating that up. Yeah, I mean, now seeing this, I kind of see what they're. I guess I kind of see. About. I kind of see the hype now because now it seems like, oh my god, this movie might actually be good now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this trailer hit everything. This felt like Sonic to its purest form, and I was like, I'm all for it, man. This is what I need, man. Knuckles. Knuckles, Knuckles that's uh, uh, for 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 me. It's it's Knuckles and uh, what's his name? Like Dark Shadow, mm, uh, Dark the, Shadow, the yeah. evil version of of Sonic. He's like evil brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I I I, I with, with how they showed Knuckles, I had hopes that like, oh my god, we might actually see like Shadow. Still someday. might, man. You never know. Yeah, man. that that they could happen because Knuckles is teaming up with uh, uh, Jim Carrey's character. Yeah. Uh, Doctor, what's his name? Doctor, Doctor, what? Eggman. Eggman. Yeah. Doctor Eggman. 
Yeah, man. Um, Jim Carrey, I, I thought he was fine in the first one, but he, we, we didn't really have the true Eggman. It was more like, you know, his, his prequel he was type. D- he was doing the Riddler thing, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I, you know, it was, I thought it was fine, but I definitely, I definitely like this. This version we're going we're gonna to get, you know, with, with the iconic mustache. He's at full form. Head. Yes, And man. he's happy to be there, it seems. Yeah, he, he seems like he's having a good time and, you know. Yeah, man. Even uh, I, the the main character guy taking care of him, the sheriff in the first movie, my uh, really didn't take much of a uh, of a role in this one. I, I mean, they had that scene like in the river at the yeah. boat, but he wasn't for the most part like present. It felt like it was just a movie about like Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, and and He's having out there trying to be like Batman, trying to be a superhero, trying to save crime, like the Ninja cool. Turtles. It gave me Ninja yeah. Turtle vibes, which like, dude, like you can have both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that he's starting to use his powers more. You know, the the I don't know what you call it when he turns into like a ball and starts like yeah. spinning. I <coughs> I love that. The stuff. sound effects. Yeah, the sound, the sound effects, effects are the back. glowing, the, the force energy that he has. Yeah, that's it was all lacking in the first one. The the first one, I don't know. I I don't know what they were thinking. I you know I you know giving props for trying trying to try something different, but. This is the one, and and fans are are, are, are loving this. You know, I remember yeah. when, when the first trailer dropped, people dislikes were through the roof. Man, nobody was a, was excited for that. Release and date February, February, I think so. Yeah, so we've got a couple months. I you know, fingers crossed. With the more time that they have, the better the CG will look. Yeah, you know, not to say that I thought the CG was bad in this. I just think that they could there's all there's always time for improvement you know more texture you know the the detail in the eyes the pupils the hair the fur you know the stuff like that i hope it, i don't want it to feel like you know a roger rabbit or looney tunes where it's like a cartoon character is right before me you know i want yeah. some form of you know r- some form of realism and i think the f- like alvin the chipmunks if that makes any sense yeah, you know, because if it did feel like they were they were there, but also like you know, like that can't possibly be real. <laughs> Wait, Alvin Chipmunks? Yeah, yeah. Like I the thought first the first one CGI had it was okay for that yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. It, it did, sometimes it did feel like they were. But there. like for the first movie, Sonic kind of looked like smooth. You know, just yeah. smooth blue. There wasn't like that, like the fur. Like you can't tell no. that 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 texture is in. It was there. so rushed, man. Yeah. Having to like redesign pretty much everything, really, because it all revolved around his design. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in his world, I wonder what he would have looked like as as a baby. You know, that would have been disgusting. You remember, yeah, he's in the, he's a baby in the beginning. Yeah, man. Oh man, but yeah, I blocked a lot of that movie out. But I don't that know. Stood, that definitely. We'll have stuck to rewatch it brain. before we watch this one, though. Get our memory refreshed. Why not? Sure, sure, sure. sure. You know, there's a couple of trailers, TV spots, clips coming out for Spider Man No Way Home. Too many of them, man. And I've watched all of them, and it's I'm so ashamed. Deep. It's I'm so ashamed. deep. Yeah, didn't the script leak in like Japanese the Chinese, other day? Chinese, I think. Yeah. Did you download it? Yeah, I have it. Oh, on my don't phone, uh, do it. I'm not looking. At it. We can't confirm nor deny that on here. Sniper right here. Kevin Feige's watching us, man. Watching through the distance. Did you guys see? Did you capture that uh, that interview with Amy Pascal <laughs> and Kevin Feige? And her hair is just all sorts Bro, out of whack. It looks like she stuck a fork in a toaster. <laughs> she looks like Cruella. Yeah, I don't know what happened. She was just having a bad she day. She looks like Carnage in the first Venom. <laughs> What the hell happened to her that morning? She looked like she literally crawled out I hope of bed. She's okay, I hope she's seen someone or something, but like a therapist, yeah. like a Doctor Ike. 
Yeah. Oh, no. We'll she get into looks that. like like Jim Carrey Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's. Uh, she looks like she the better, Bride of she, Frankenstein. She better clean up for the for the premiere on Monday. She looks like I'm just kidding. I can't. I have no, a whole done. list. Right now we're here, done. Guys. You know. I have a whole list. I can keep going. She's a respected producer in <laughs> the industry. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, yeah. like, I like. Let me help. Help me. Help you. But What's sp- wrong? But this little movie coming out next week, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Are you uh, less than what six days? Yeah, pretty much. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With the more uh, clips and frames coming out, the more I'm kind of having like theories and predictions, and the hype is is getting real, man. Um, there was this this particular uh, uh, teaser spot that just came out like an hour ago that features the Green Goblin's mask broken in an alley, with him like skirted off in the back. This had me kind of like thinking, and, and, and I was like, "Oh, it's so like clear as day, like you know, it was, it was all in front of us, obviously." But now I feel like we're kind of able to connect the dots a little bit more. I'm predicting that he he obviously shows up at the bridge sequence, but at the end, after he's like fighting Doc Ock and and everything's getting bad, like at a certain point he's gonna come down. And he's going to capture Dr. Octavius and Green Goblin and him are going to have like a quick little fight. And re- he's going to really damage his 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 uh, uh, battle uh, uniform or maybe Dr. Strange comes in and stops him and damages his, his battle. Uh, and he runs away. He gets away. They split up. And and that's when Green Goblin is like in the alley. He takes it off and he's like, where am I? And like he, he like has this realization like I'm alive. Like how am I here? Ruben, you had a chance to see all these clips, all these TV spots. Do you yourself have any, like, predictions? Dude, I know we just said it, but we're less than six days away. We actually sat in the same seats for West Side Story from yeah. where we're going yeah. to be sitting for Spider-Man No Way Home. And so that was kind of like, you know, we, we got to yeah, kind of, like, break it in a little bit. We got we got to go see it, man. I, I had a good time watching West right Side in the Story. Middle. Yeah, right in the middle. We're, we're, we're in that theater, too. That, that screen is big. Because we, we saw... Uh, uh, don't look up in a smaller uh yes theater. it was and then watching that west side story now oh i can't wait i can't wait for next week but yeah predictions man i'm not i'm not gonna go too too crazy you know i'm, I'm just excited we're getting this movie at all yeah. but but man i do i do definitely see some 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 gritty stuff i do i do think well they have said it's gonna be the darkest spider-man movie we've seen and and I really hope it lives up to that. Um, is that also like uh, uh, the darkest Spider-Man MCU movie or counting the amazing Spider-Man? I think they're going to try to top all of them. You know? Okay. Um, awesome. That's, yeah, that's which awesome. Is good because we really haven't seen much of that uh, in the in, in this trilogy that we're about to, about to close up. Um, and yeah, I really hope these, these villains really go at uh, Tom's Spider-Man, man. I really do. Th- I want them to break him emotionally, physically, mm-hmm. because, yeah, he's been he's been spoon-fed all these villains in the last couple mm-hmm. of movies. Uh, most of them have, well, all of them have been, you know, Iron Man, pretty much villains, inspired, I guess, uh, th- through their motives. And so I really do think, I really like how they put it in the, in the synopsis, this movie's going to teach him how what it's the true meaning of being spider-man yeah and that's that's all we want man we want tom to to learn learn to finally be the spider-man a lesson yeah learn a lesson learn that you can't have every to grow yeah that everything can be perfect you know there's going to be sacrifices being spider-man and i definitely he's definitely going to be 
whether that's something he learns by himself or maybe the other Peters uh, teach him that uh, with a couple a couple strong words. Um, I, we might get. The closer we get to these, uh, the more I'm feeling kind of like we are going to lose maybe at May. She might die uh, with her interviews that she's been coming out with. Yeah. Uh, she does not seem or feel really excited yeah. or interested or really cares about uh, her interpretation of Aunt May in this trilogy, which is fairly understandable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think what she said was like, this isn't what they pitched her. Yeah. And she that's why she's very disappointed that yeah. uh, it hasn't been what they initially proposed for her to be in this in this movie. And you would think, you know, well, hopefully what they did with her in this movie would change her mind and get her more excited and her attitude would be different. It just seems like she still has Which that Which is attitude. weird because seeing some of the stuff I've always we've seen or has been rumored, it does seem like she plays a little bigger role, especially with the trailer. Yeah. She seems she's in like an action scene or two. Uh, when she's like running, she has something in her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, Villains kidnap her. Yeah, I think she's definitely gonna have a bigger role here. And then you know, I'll, I wonder if we'll, we'll see her die, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But do you have a favorite villain theme? Villain theme. We're talking Electro. We're talking Sandman. We're uh, talking Green Goblin, Dr. Octavius, Venom. I th- well, I think for me, I mean, seeing Doc Ock has been the, 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 the thing I'm mostly craving to see. But but the new interpretation of Electro is just something I'm... Because, I'm, you know, the, the last Electro we weren't, you know, huge on. It had its moments, definitely, with... Uh, I think that the, the, when they're at the, the grid yeah, and he was fighting Spider-Man, I think that's one of the better action scenes in, in all of Spider-Man uh, media. I feel like that right. was that was... It was it was well done, um, but seeing this interpretation where he's a little he's a little, you know he's a little cooler you know he's got the he's got the the nice uh, f- the fade. Um, I know the th- uh, I'm sorry just to go back to the Amazing Spider-Man two. I uh, that was a 3D movie. That's why I think that that sequence you're talking about mm-hmm. was so uh, awesome because yeah. they really w- wanted that to feel like a 3D movie. And mm-hmm. I uh, I know a lot of people turn off by 3D, but when we talk about the character of Spider-Man, I feel like that character that's a 3D character. You want to see him flying out of the screen and into the buildings it's and like all a that ride. stuff. It's a ride. Yeah. yeah. So, so that, that's my, that's all we got to watch opinion. that in 3D. We got to get the projector. The I, I no, I saw that they're doing 3D screenings for no way home. So if you're interested, hit me up, man. Okay. I'm not feeling it. But, but, uh, uh, but speaking of uh, the, I'm sorry, go back to the, the yeah, well, your, the question. Oh, yeah. Though. Yeah. I was just saying that the, yeah, electro for me is definitely, cause I don't think we're going to get much with Sandman and, and, and lizard. I think they'll yeah. do their thing. I think they'll do the thing. Goblin, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with the new costume and everything. With them being the, the main villain, I'm, I am interested. But but seeing Electro, see how he he because he's he seems really excited, you know, through yeah. the through the promotional stuff, through interviews, he seems like he's having a blast. Jamie Fox. So yeah, Jamie Fox. I'm sorry, uh, he's really so. I'm I think it's finally something that he 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 likes. I I, f- I feel like he kind of got like burned. My from. favorite villain theme is going to be the Sandman from Spider Man Three. Really? Yep. Oof. I love the emotional depth in it, and I love the horror and terror that comes with it. Yeah. I think I think that's pure Raimi right there. Yeah, you know, Raimi, Danny Elfman. You know, that's that's yeah. that's, that's that beautiful and, and blend. Yeah, and I do hope they 
they play with that, you know. Did you hear about this Raimi cam thing? Yeah, is it called Raimi Ra- cam? That's what he called it. Tom That's Holland? what they call it, the Raimi cam. cam. So we we were watching, uh, we were rewatching the Raimi movies, and me and, and Ruben had this discussion of, I wonder if in any way that they'll adopt this Raimi style because from time to time the the camera lens will like zoom in on on Spider-Man's face and it feels like a horror movie or the way that the camera moves the way that the music sounds it's it's this Raimi feel and magic and then a few days later this interview with Tom Holland comes out where they say that they capture it and they call it they reference it as the Raimi cam in this movie mm, yeah man it's yeah, the 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 true Raimi moments for me are like the 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 Doctor Octopus scene in the hospital, where like, oh man, the horror in that in that scene. I really hope we get some of that stuff uh, in this movie. And even I've heard I've heard rumors of um, of them possibly doing like a, like a montage with the city, kind of how they did the first one. Mm-hmm. I got they there there's rumors that they're gonna do that with like the 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 Spider Man slash Mysterio controversy. Yeah, how like you have some people like are, are, are pro Mysterio, some people are pro Spider Man. Yeah, and so th- I'm really excited to see them pay homage to, to something like that. Um, yeah, I d- and, I, and I hope they do some stuff with the uh, with the Amazing Spider Man. You know, they had some of the, those darker themes, which I hope they implement in this movie. Um, but yeah, to pay tribute, and I really, I guess that's one of my other predictions. I forgot to mention. I do think they're gonna give us closure with uh, with uh, both both of the other uh, Spider Man. Yeah. Um, because both of them really, we were expecting movies from them. We were expecting Spider-Man 4, and we were expecting Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 3. It wasn't over. And it wasn't, wasn't over. It wasn't over. They were getting ready. Spider-Man 4 especially was almost, they had they had their villain uh, cast. The way Toby, uh, the way Peter uh, in Spider-Man 3 grabs uh, uh, Mary Jane's hand and they dance together, it's it leaves a question mark. Are they going to get back together? How can they get back together? Can they... Uh, restructure their relationship and find a way to love each other again because they're in a dark, broken place right now. They, they've lost everything and they're so far apart from each other. And like, yeah, they're like dancing together, but that doesn't mean like, oh, they're married and everything's happily ever after. It was yeah. no, I remember no. being young thinking like, oh my God, where is their that. relationship go from here? And then with the Andrew man just losing Gwen and then seeing how he does after that because we saw a little bit. It is know. a more happy uh, ending, but still leaves a question mark. Yeah, definitely. So I really hope we. I mean, I'm not expecting them to like touch on on those uh, on those uh, topics, but I do. I do feel like they can easily have a have a final swing, I guess, at the end. Yeah. Uh, and then and pretty much say thank you to the fans, I guess. Do some, something like that, uh, and and. Yeah, man, I, that's the that's the part I'm most excited about. Soundtrack leaked. Oh yeah, the sound something about the soundtrack leaked. Yeah, and we may have heard a couple of things in we there. We may have heard some stuff. And then they may have just officially released a song that was in the leaked soundtrack that pretty much confirms the soundtrack. So, if you think put the dots together, guys. If you don't, if you don't, if you still think they're not in it. You're just you're just wrong. You're, <laughs> you're, just wrong. you're wrong. But what if they're not? No, no, we're pro. We we believe it. Yeah, yeah. In this room, in this house, we believe there. Yeah, you don't you don't step foot in my home unless you believe that they're in that movie. Even when the movie comes out and they're not in it, we're still gonna be like, no, they're in it. You just you just don't see it. You just don't see. It. You're just too blind. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm, I'm that's our political view here. Oh, most definitely. I mean, there's still, you know, those worries that it's just a cameo or something. But, yeah. you know, so I'll keep my expectations at cameo. But if we get that rumored 30 minutes of them being yeah. in it, man. Even 20. Even 20, I think it's fine. Because I think Iron Man in Endgame was th- like like 28 minutes. Mm-hmm. And like he was. And in, he saw was, time travel. He was in a, yeah, he was a big role. He, he, he killed Thanos, I mean. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, was my, like, like the little old bar? <laughs> I guess so, but. If that if we're getting that in in, uh, in No Way Home, man, oh, man, they're definitely going to pay tribute, and it's definitely going to be super fun. And I'm excited we're going to watch it twice in the same day. I don't care what people say. It's going <laughs> yeah. to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we got a lot of, we got a lot of backlash for, for seeing it twice in the same day for being excited. There's nothing wrong with being excited which, about which it. Which is ballsy. I mean, you know, watching the same movie in the same day in, in that yeah. span. I don't think most, mo- most people would do that. But I think, you know, you, you, you know what it is, man. I never, I don't think I did see it. Um, uh, the first Spider-Man in theaters. I saw the second Spider-Man in yeah. theaters, Sam Raimi. I think the first but one the was first too young. one, yeah, we were, exactly. We were way too young, man. Now, I don't want to ever, like, look back and regret not seeing that movie as many times in theaters as, as possible. You know, to just digest it as a fan, to just be able to digest it and, and, and really think what it is that... We think about it. We're by by uh, the next episode. You guys hear from us. We'll we'll have seen it. So so the next episode, you guys will hear our reactions, our thoughts on Spider Man No Way Home, and we're we're just excited for that time to, to come, the end of the year. Um, yeah. Again, we still there's there's still so much happening. We got Boba Fett. We got uh, uh, Matrix. Uh, Hawkeye uh, finishing. Hopefully. Hawk, Hawkeye. We may get our taste of Kingpin. Uh, we may see Matt Murdock next week in No Way Home. It's it's this. It is an exciting month, ladies and gentlemen. It is an exciting month uh, to, to to be a fan. Yeah, and even the next year we're getting so much stuff. Morbius, uh, Multiverse of Madness, Ant Man. Oh, I think Ant Man's going to I think, but uh, can't wait. We're going to move on to our last topic and discussion of the day. We just watched uh, the uh, episode six, seven, seven seven of Shrink Next Door. And and, uh, oh, man, the stakes have risen as they always are rising in this show. This show never ceases to to surprise me um, or disappoint me, if I could correct myself. It never ceases to disappoint me. In this episode, in this week's episode, uh, 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 Marty Markowitz goes through uh, hernia surgery, which yeah. which my older brother went through when uh, he was in high school and I was younger than him. And let me tell you, that shit is scary. Literally, dude, almost my brother almost like lost his life and died on that table. And I, I remember being at school like uh, all day thinking and feeling uh, that my brother didn't make it. Cause I remember we got a call like a something like it's not looking good. Like literally the, the, it was a nightmare for us. And then it was, I didn't know he was okay until I got home and saw him in bed. So like, it was just, it was just a whole thing. So like, you know, that stuff can be really terrifying. And and, and, and in Marty's case in, in, in the shrink next door, he has nobody 
He doesn't have yeah. his sister. He doesn't have nobody there uh, to, to care for him. And and Isaac Hershkoff, his doctor, his psychiatrist, is just just uh, is like, oh, it's like getting your tonsils taken out. Everything's going to be okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, completely not. You got your tonsils taken out, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, I did. It was not. It's not even close to hernia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and and he, he doesn't even show up at the hospital Post, uh, yeah. uh, after the surgery. And he's calling him, he's texting him, you know, we're in, what, 2010 at this point in the story. Yeah. And he literally is, is, is pissed, he's angry, and he gets out of the, the hospital bed and, and, and leaves it with his gown on. He drives back to his, his home, he his vacation out. home at the Hamptons. Yeah, they tried stopping him, but he, he sneaked right out. And, um, you know, Lord behold it, when he gets there, he's throwing a party. Big party, big shindig, and now we're like wrapped around back to where the first like episode like had opened up on on this initial party. So yeah. like now you're all caught up. Now at this episode, it's all like made its full circle. Um, and uh, he, Marty, Marty really at this point is is qu- I would say more out loud questioning. I wouldn't say he's had enough yet, but he's he's definitely questioning. He's, see, this he's guy. starting he's to starting see, to see everything. And uh, while he was away, he asks uh, Dr. Ike if he could look after his fish. The only thing that he has left really to, to care for and, and, and to love. And, and Dr. I- Ike even tells him, like, listen, I know and I understand how much you love th- th- these fish. And because they mean so much to you, they mean th- just as much to me. And so that was out, that was out in the open. They, they, uh, they had Come an understanding. And sure enough, one of the fish dies once he gets back from from the hospital and he sees it. And th- and this was 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 what the light bulb in his head went off. So you're kind of like hoping and waiting like, oh, he's going to blow up right now. He's going to snap. Party's over. No, he actually very quietly makes his escape from Dr. Ike, which Man, dude, when they were cheering, we were cheering. So <laughs> satisfying, man. So it made everything worth it, right? Yeah. The whole journey. The, cr- the cringiness we and got. This throughout. isn't the yeah. finale. This isn't the finale. No, we're still we still got the We still have one more which episode. I think, which I think it's gonna be like the, the best episode yeah. so far because it's gonna it's c- collide everything. The company is having this this uh uh pool where they they're in bankruptcy and they need to move or they're gonna lose lose the the, the company and dr ike is telling them that they're, that they're not moving they're staying in the city right near his office where he can get there quickly and it's all about him yeah as he has no stake in the company whatsoever he has no say whatsoever no, ownership. no nothing at all and and this guy has the the balls to to be like no we're, we're doing this we're sticking by you know my decision and and man, as as an audience member, you just, just want to rip this guy to shreds, man. Because like, who, who who the hell is he? You know. So Marty doesn't show up for his appointment, mm-hmm. and and this gets you know Doctor Ike a little like you know maybe concerned. You know he's only concerned because he's not getting paid. Yeah. For the session, so he goes down to his office to to see if he's there, and the whole place is empty. Oof, man. And he has no idea where where they are, so he goes all the way to Jersey because that's where they were talking about moving the company. Goes to Jersey, finds them. And confronts Marty and is like, you understand that you are taking a huge step backwards. And he wants to talk to him in private and in, in, in his office. And Marty says, um, there aren't no offices here. 
you know, everything is kind of an open concept now. And he and Dr. Ike is so shocked and appalled at this decision of, of him. And the employees hated Dr. Ike this whole time. They hated yeah. him, but they never they, really they never fell back. They couldn't. Nah, they're all they would get. They supported or? his guy, Marty. They supported like fine, dude. If that's your choice, then this is your choice. Yeah, I was shocked them for them to stick through it through yeah. all those years. Not man. quit. We're waiting for Not them to quit. quit. Yeah, I thought. I thought that. I thought with all the years going by, I'm like, oh, obviously they don't know the replace and everything. But that guy, oh, what's his name? The guy with the mustache. I really like that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he stuck around, and they they were. Be, they were there when everything loyal. happened. When they were loyal to his family before him. Yes, to Marty, definitely. His, his yeah, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, but they were through it when when Ike came in and pretty much infested th- this this relationship. You know, uh, and then them being feeling satisfied, seeing that seeing that break breakup, man. Yeah, and, and the breakup was public in front of yeah, everybody. Everyone, everyone heard it. Everyone. He, it was as if Marty needed witnesses, people to 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 see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I remember before once Ike was like running off, I, even I said, "Man, I, I wish they, I wish they clap," and then like five it's seconds stupid. later, they didn't stop clapping. And they all oh, we get so hyped, man. Oh man, that was oh man, this it was such a cheering moment. We've gone through so much with the show with with stuff with points where like, oh, I don't want to watch anymore. Not because it's bad, but because it's so hard. It's tough. It's heartbreaking to watch this guy being taken advantage of. You know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was so satisfying. I can't wait to see how this this closes off, man. To see what the what the backlash is. is yeah, be because you know, Doctor Ike is not going to go down without a fight. Yep. So now the no. question is: is what is he going to do to fight back and to try and keep the house, to try and keep the luxury and everything that he wants and desires, or will he walk away quietly? Yeah. We don't know. I love I love how the how it it all comes around from from how it started in the first episode how we got that him destroying yeah. the house because we really didn't know what was going on I initially I thought that like he didn't he didn't live there anymore yeah. and like and like he was just breaking in and stuff like that um, and then seeing having it pick up this episode not the finale I thought it was, that was gonna end that's how the show was gonna end mm-hmm. but now we're all cut up now this is new stuff now we don't know anything you know yeah so I thought that was brilliantly done like I've yeah. never really seen something Definitely, because it felt like, oh, th- this could be the last episode. Yeah. Even the way it ends was like, oh, well, he's free from him. Like, this, this that could be over. But but no, there there's a finale. It comes out next week. We're really excited to talk about it. Uh, I, I believe that's going to be, you know, his reunion back with his, his sister. Dr. Ike has been poisoned to all of his clients and has encouraged everybody to, to, to block their family, to, to, to stay away from them, you know, and mm-hmm. to not fix things. Uh, it's, 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 it's horrible. It's wrong. And you know, there, there, it does come a point when enough is enough. When people are being toxic, there, there needs to be boundaries and there does need to be a line. Yes. But Dr. Ike, that is always his answer and solution to everybody because he just wants to keep them for him. It's all about him. Yeah. He he has he was seeing his clients. He was cheating on his wife. They don't even sleep in the same bed anymore. Yeah, the, the 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 love is dead. Uh, everything uh, and we hope everything falls for for Doctor Ikerskoff. Yeah, can't wait for that. Ladies and gentlemen. It has been my honor, my pleasure reporting to you today. Uh, thank you so much, uh, our valuable listeners, for listening to the Cam Goat Show. As always, I have been your host, Isaac Joel, Ruben Rapalda. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm excited for, for next week, man. 
Uh, oh man, this is a good time to be a a, a film film fan. Uh, just just a geek in general. I'm excited. We're going to be uh, uh, going on the online uh, uh, Sundance Film Festival this year. Yeah, we're we're looking into that right now. Yeah, tickets are dropping. There's a lot of interesting stuff coming out. Yeah, tickets are dropping uh, next week, I think. But I'll be on it for sure because there's there's a couple projects in there that I'm very excited to see, and then we'll be able to one in particular, Jesse, the Jesse Eisenberg directorial debut. Yeah, man, I'm starring who again? Timothy Shamlin. No, no, I'm sorry. Ah, the dude from uh, no, Things. Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard. I, I, I don't know why I get those mixed up. They look the same. They look the same, man. They look the same. They're tall, skinny, um, but yeah, that movie just caught my eye. That's definitely going to be one that uh, I uh, make a reservation for. Yeah, and we'll we'll bring those uh, those are our thoughts on that in the podcast. I'm excited to, to cover that. These are exclusive uh, movies that won't be coming out for for over a year. Yeah, for it's going to come out for a while, man, and. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, really excited to have the jump on it. Yeah. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I have been your host, and we'll catch you next week on the Cam Goat Show.